You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Yo, yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr., don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? Hell yeah. And uh, I'm going to do shit a little bit differently this week. Okay. It's the human highlight reel. The baddest mofo around this dojo. <laughs> if Jesus walked on water, I can run off Hennessy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast. <laughs> Dave Gone Wild. <laughs> All right, man. That's what's <laughs> up, man. Oh shit, man. We got a crazy week. Shop Talk Podcast episode twenty five. Yeah, is it twenty five? Yeah, we on twenty five now, dog. Oh man, it's, that's been a hell of a street. We just started with an idea. Shit, where where we do the first episode at? My living room. My living room. Yeah. Yeah. So. Then it, then my spot, and now twenty five weeks later, we moving on up. Yeah. Yo, shout out to everybody that checked out One Got to Go episode last week. So far has been dope the, episode, man. The best episode that we've had of Shop Talk po- Shop Talk Podcast. Definitely the the the, the episode with the most uh, social media interaction. Eleven thousand, yeah, eleven thousand people reached. You know, a couple thousand views, bunch of comments, and we about to be there. Yeah, we yeah. about to be there. Slow grind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to everybody who went and checked out the YouTube page and also the website. Yeah, uh, you know what I did this week. What the Shoot best? Somebody? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I went to Best Buy a few times. So the first time I went to Best Buy, I was uh, looking at the computers in the Apple section, of course. Right. Um, and I went and pulled up on YouTube Shop Talk Podcast, and I put the video on every monitor there. Did they kick you out? Uh, no, they didn't. Okay. Good uh, job. Good job. So I was hollering my man Tyrone and shit, and he was like, "Man, I used to do shit like that." But he was like, "Actually, I actually went in there and changed the homepage." To my website. I'm like, that's a good fucking idea. So I went back the next day. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, it's Southfield and Best Buy. Who knows? It could be still there. If you if you open up the uh, internet browser, you're going straight to shoptalkpod.com, uh, the music session specifically, so you can listen to the podcast. Yeah. We got a lot of hits this week. Did they did they kick you out when they saw you? They did not. That's you know, you know they, uh, people don't do their job good. Wasn't nobody around there. Nah, man. I could have been especially stealing. retail this time. Retail this time of year, nobody, nobody gives a fuck. I could have been stealing. Nobody would have known anything. Nah, if you can steal out of Best Buy, like that, that takes a little bit of skill. Even if you work there, it's used, easy to steal if you work there. I, I used to work there. Yes, look, long, I, long time ago, a long, long time ago. Look, I've every job that I've worked with where I've handled cash, I've stolen. McDonald's. Um, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Wendy's, the movie theater. One hour photo booth. If you let you steal out of a photo booth, cash, <laughs> cash, fucking money. That's what the fuck I stole. Yo, my biggest hustle was working at the movie theater and reselling tickets. I was coming home with like three, four hundred dollars a day, like at seventeen. So I mean that the movie theater did did a nigga good. But That's what's up. If I work with cash, I'm gonna figure out a way to to leave with more than what you're paying me. I hear that. So how, how was the week this week, man? Uh. Anything interesting happen to you? Yeah. Yeah. It's time for story time with Day. Story time with Day. Uh, so I did yoga today. Bikram oh. yoga. Oh, shit. 
I was not prepared for that shit. I've done yoga before, but not that, not the Bikram yoga. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole different animal. So shout out to my girl Blue, who uh, kind of put me up on the yoga thing. She lives a really fit life. Uh, she put me up on a new term. She's pescatarian, not vegetarian. They only eat chicken. Yeah, no. Or only eat fish. Yeah, they only eat fish. No yeah. beef. No pork. Uh, no chicken, so she just fucks with fish and vegetables. Yeah, shout out to all my um, prescriptionarians, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> Presbyterian. She, so she put me up on her healthy living, and uh, you know, I went out to Bikram Yoga today. Now, me and my nigga mind, I was thinking, you know, I'm a former athlete. I played high school football. Okay, damn near twenty years ago, but right, I, I, right, played, right. I played high school football. I felt like I was in decent ass shape. She was like, "Oh, you need to drink like a liter of water before yeah. you go, nigga." I, I was off today. I ain't drank shit with Verner's, Verner's and orange juice all fucking day long. So she hit me up like, you ready for class? I'm like, yeah, how much water you drink today? I'm like, shit, just to spit in my mouth. I ain't drank shit. <laughs> drink some Henny. Henny's, anything is possible. <laughs> yeah. So I go to Bikram Yoga, you know, not fully prepared. Like, I'm thinking we're going to be stretching in a hot-ass room. I can do that. Nigga, that room is 105 degrees. I walked in, and it smelled like a senior citizen's home and hot dog water. It stunk so bad in that motherfucker, and it was hot as shit. 105, that's like when you go to the, you die at 106, right? Like, your your internal core temperature, like, yo, yo, your temperature get, you're not supposed to be that hot. I don't know, I don't know much about biology and shit like that. I don't know, but I felt like I was going to die at one. It was 90 minutes of that shit. Oh, fuck no. About 10 minutes in and doing the stretching and the breathing exercises, I'm like, fuck, I'm done. So I was washed. So was it, because uh, I never did that before, is it dry heat or is it dehumid? It's pretty humid in there. Okay. It's pretty humid. Because, like, uh, you know, I, uh, LA Fitness, I go to the sauna and it's that dry heat. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it almost like burns. It's that dry heat. Yeah, Every yeah. time you touch something, but that, that, that human, whoo, it's like yeah, you that, almost can't breathe. Yeah. And they, they had you going through a lot of diff- different breathing exercise, floor stretches. Uh, a lot of women in there? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of women. A lot of uh, soccer moms? A uh, lot of, nah, not really soccer moms. Or, uh, a lot of others. The get the the, the uh, ghetto ballerinas up in there. Nah, I didn't see no strippers in our class. But when we were leaving out, like a couple of them looked like they probably work at erotic after hours. But uh, shit was fucking intense, bro. Ninety minutes of that shit. Yeah, I want to. <laughs> I and I got fifty nine more classes to go. Jesus Christ, how much <laughs> that shit cost? Fuck, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it was it was more more or less the opportunity was was somewhat gifted to me. Okay. So, you know, I'm a like I can't front like 15 minutes into that shit like I felt like if I got up and left, I would never go back to this motherfucker. But it's more mental than anything. So, I, I muscled through the first class. Shit was tough than a motherfucker, but I'm going to keep going back. I feel like if I do this shit, maybe cut out or cut down on red meat. I can't give up milk though. Man, I and told dairy. you, dog. I told you what to do, man. Get your life together. Stop I, eating meat. Give up the dairy. You'll be I, all right. Uh, I'm, I'm going to work on red meat, but I'm going to muscle through the rest of these 59 classes and see what... Uh, so that's like weekly? Or? I can take them kind of whenever the fuck I want to, but I'm going to stick. Like, I, I probably need to get on a regimen because, like, in my mind right now, she's like, you want to go back tomorrow? You and should th- do it tomorrow. Nah, I'm thinking, like, I'm going to sleep the fuck in tomorrow. and Take too much break, man. You ain't going back, though. <laughs> I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. Just probably not tomorrow. All right, man. So uh, what's so that, been going on in the week this week, though? Uh, some good music dropped this week. You listen, yes. You listen to cold shit. I, yes, I did. How you feeling about it? 
me personally, I enjoyed the J. Cole project. Uh, it's getting mixed reviews on the internet. Yeah, uh, it's but, like hate it or love it. Like either, but that's either. everything on the internet. Yeah, niggas be so extreme. There's no, there's no shade of gray. Nah, nah. Everything on the internet is either people really like it or they just dragging and shit on it. So before I listened to it twice. Okay. Excuse me. First time around, it was like I just listened to it and kind of digested it. And we, me and you talked this afternoon, mm-hmm. and you were like, "Nah, it's a concept album. You got to yeah. look at it from like the yeah, the, the second. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, give your explanation. So I listen to her uh, damn near at midnight. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I work midnight, so I'm up. Fuck that shit. Uh, so I, I listen to it. I listen to it all the way through one time, and um, I was feeling like it's ten tracks. I was feeling a good six out of the ten. The yeah. other ones that I, that weren't they didn't immediately jump at me. They weren't like weak or nothing. Um, but you know, some things just jump at you naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm listening. Certain couple things on the album wasn't necessarily adding up to me. You know what I mean? He was talking about selling drugs. Um, Carla never sold no drugs. He was talking about selling drugs. He was talking about having a baby. He was talking. It was talking about a couple of different things. And then on the very last album, I mean, the very last song on the album, he was saying that if you're reading this or if you're hearing this, I'm already dead and blah blah blah. I'm thinking like, yeah. hmm, maybe this is it's a little bit more to it than I thought. So I'm like, I'm going to go back and listen to it again. And I found some little reviews and things online. So I'm going to read this and, and so the people can catch up. So I said, okay, the album begins as J. Cole is saying he doesn't want to live anymore. But as the story goes on, he meets a girl on a song, Deja Vu. Um, they fall in love. She's in mind part one. And as the album goes deeper, Cole realizes that his friends are dying in the street and he keeps selling drugs. Then he has a daughter. That's She's Mine, part two. Right. And on the last song, Cole is rapping to his daughter saying, sorry, but if you're hearing this album, I'm dead. The life in the streets got to me. Then I realized something. The album isn't directly talking about J. Cole. It's actually about his friend um, because Cole wasn't in the streets like that. Uh, He got out, allegedly. Uh, (laughs) His friend is the one that's on the last song rapping to his own daughter. Then on the last verse of the song, J. Cole himself appears and talks to his friend daughter about himself. He tells her that her dad um, died from the life in the streets, but he was still a good person. Um, Now, here's what's crazy. That means the whole album is technically his friend's life, but it still is J. Cole's life. Everything that happened throughout the album is his friends technically, um, but it actually happened to J. Cole as well. Their lives were parallel to one another. Um, but they they both found a girl. They both have a daughter. And at the end of the day, his friend passes away because of his life in the streets. J. Cole doesn't die. He lives on to share his friend's story for his daughter eyes only. And the name of the album is called For, for Your you. Eyes Only. Dope um, ass concept. Dope concept. And, and it took me like it took for us to talk. And I said, let me go back and listen to this shit again. And when I got to For Your Eyes Only, number 10 on there, like that's when it all the second it, it ties time? it all. Yeah, the second time. Like, I got a little chill. I got, yeah, I got, it tied I got it all the goosebumps. That's how I know you're great. And man, I get that's, a goosebump. That's, this, is, this is a dope-ass album. It is. Top though. to bottom. Now, if, you don't, if you don't fuck with bars, don't fuck with real hip-hop, then don't fuck with this shit. Cole made a masterpiece. He did. And also, I think I didn't necessarily realize it, so I'm going to say for myself, I may have been sleeping on. Cole is a really good storyteller. Is. And when you think about all the that's albums, a lost, that's a lost art. Yeah, that's when you think about art. all of his albums and everything and different songs, like he really does tell descriptive stories. 
and and the good thing about Jay Cole, what I like about him is that on every project you notice that he does get better. Mm-hmm. If you go back to his first mixtapes, the warm up, like every time he drops something, he gets progressively better. I got put on with Friday Night Lights. Yeah, Friday Night Lights and is good as hell. That is one of my favorite to this day. Yeah, uh, Friday Night Lights. I enjoyed this first project. Um, Born Center was cool. I, I didn't like Born Center all the way. Born Center was okay. Uh, it's a couple of joints on there that I like. Let Nas Down was my shit. Man. Let Man. Nas Down was my fucking song. Yeah. So I, I could fuck with Born Center. But then, uh, what was it, 2014? I love that fucking album, dog. I've been listening to that shit for almost exactly, because it dropped this same time in 2014. Yeah. I've been listening to that album for two fucking years. And it's still getting played on the radio. Wet yeah. Dreams still gets played. Every day. On a breakfast club. Every like day. Damn, yeah, damn near every day. Uh, look, I can't say nothing bad about this shit. I don't care what the fuck the internet got to say. Internet saying uh, that J. Cole is the Tim Duncan of rap and he's boring and all this and everything. Doesn't Tim Duncan have a Hall of Fucking Fame career? Hey, dog, niggas don't know what they want, man. Five championship rings? Half the time they be talking about how, how terrible rap is, and then when you get a good project, they be talking about we can't turn up to this. Man, go sit your old ass down. I don't want to turn up to J. Cole. Like, I just want to listen to that shit. You can turn up to 21 Savage. Uh, who else dropped some shit? Absol. Absol dropped a project. Good today. ass album, too. I was conflicted, but yes, definitely a good album because I don't like the do what, what thou wilt. What you conflicted about? Do what thou wilt. That's a whole, if you don't know about what that phrase means and who that comes from, and uh, that's a whole nother thing. And then on the first album of the song, he started talking about Aleister Crowley, which is the most evil person in the world, the devil worshiping do what thou wilt person. Yeah. Um, but. And he threw some shots at your man, direct shots at your man, Jay Electronica. Jay Electronica album. is too busy bouncing up and down inside of Erica Badu's vagina. Man, he ain't been with Erica in years, dog. They just friends, but he ain't been with her in years. Uh, you know, I, and I thought to myself, I was like, damn, not gonna, he ain't going to want He not going to like this statement. Go ahead. You know, go man. ahead. You ain't, you ain't never gave a fuck about my feelings no way. And I'm like, and this is, we talk about the skill of rapping. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> That Jay Electronic can, can out rap Absol, because Absol is a is a, a different type of lyricist. Not uh, saying he's better, because you know what I'm saying. But I don't know if they were to get into like a um, a words, uh, they want to go back and forth. I don't know, like for a fact that Jay Electronic will win. The only thing that I can say to to substantiate that argument is that we have much more of a body of work to look at for Absol to see, you know, how he rides different beats, his versatility, like. We we got the proof yeah. right there. We don't know what the fuck Jay Electronica is sitting on. So I mean, that's he, what irritates it could, me. It could be that he could he has the capability to do that shit, we just don't but know. we just don't know. It's been ten years since you put me on Jay Electronica. When you I, you were the first person to let me hear Exhibit C. Yeah, and nothing else is coming. It's out. ten years later. Now he he definitely got some tracks that came out. Oh yeah, Road um, to Paradition was. Uh, um, we gonna, nigga, we made we made it. Yeah. Um, Acts of nobility. Yeah. It was a. It's a couple of joints that that just dope to me. But we just uh, don't have that body of work. Yeah. And I'm not gonna. It's it's the same argument that I've been having about Andre 3000. Yeah. Even though I do think he is a superior rapper, there's just not enough body of work to be like to take your phrase. Don't tell me about the labor pains. Show, show me, me the, the baby. baby. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark that shit. Uh, yeah, it's just not. It's just not enough body of work for me to be, for me to say what he could do. And right. I mean, rap is a young nigga sport. If you're not out there in the eye, if you're not, not maybe not 
Maybe I take that young back. Maybe spirit sport because yeah, half, young, the, half the time you don't know how old these people are. Yeah, but but you do. But what you do have to do in order to stay relevant, you got to put out product. Absolutely. Jay Electronica ain't put out enough product for me to be like, you know, he's he's the next great rapper. Or like, the product that you put out is so fucking great that it doesn't matter how long you've been gone. Nas ain't put an album out since 2012. Next Nas album we get is gonna be fucking amazing. I'm and it's already done according to the Khaled joint. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Some people just get speaking a, of DJ Khaled, nigga. Oh, speaking of DJ Khaled, so <sighs> so I sent you that commercial from Instagram. Yeah, you did. The we the best cocoa butter lotion. I was pissed. Why? I was hurt. I was my my feelings was hurt for what though? Let me let me. What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> what though? I mean. <laughs> Why are you mad at Khaled getting another check? Hey, listen, dog. I don't mind Khaled getting another check. You know what I'm saying? But hold up, fam. You're not about to sell no fucking cocoa butter, B. Why not? That's No, that's not your lane, B. That's ours. That's us. You don't, don't sell no fucking cocoa butter. We the best cocoa butter. Nigga, you know black people <laughs> drink coconut water, cocoa butter. That's the cure to fucking everything. That's the cure for everything. Cocoa yeah. butter. Coconut oil. Uh, I don't have no problem with Cali getting this cocoa Cali, butter Cali, get check. your ass the fuck away from the cocoa butter You don't butter want no game. major key lotion? Dog, get the fuck. Bring out some regular fucking lotion. No cocoa he, butter. He got he got the best cocoa butter lotion out there. He, he he linked up with Palmer's. You can order from the site. The shit is $10 for a bottle of We The Best. Wait a minute. Time out. Did they give us some money? Did they, are we running a spot for them? Did they, nah, did no. They, did they send that check? All right, fuck them. Because uh, <laughs> until they send that check, we not giving them no shout out. Uh, yeah, I, I, you're right. You're right. But I can't, I can't hate on Khaled has had an amazing run and it's not like he's an overnight success. We went from him just like Khaled been in the game 25 years. Yeah. He was back on Certified. rap. He was back on rap city in the basement where didn't nobody know who he was. Yeah. He just random DJs show up and Taker would be talking to him and it's a DJ Khaled. So, I mean, he's, he's earned where he's at right now. Absolutely. I mean, Khaled made Snapchat what it was. Like I joined Snapchat Initially, just to follow Khaled. This time last year, yeah, is when Khaled blew up, and this, and because uh, he doesn't do anything tour wise in like November, December area, just chill with the family, and he starts snapping around the crib, you know, just talking and shit, playing around, and he seemed to pick up, and it's been one year, and he's been in move. Excuse me, he's been in movies. He didn't drop a great album, one of the yeah. best albums of the year, Grammy nominated album, Major yeah. Key. So let's talk about Grammy, the Grammys. You you seen the Grammy nominated albums, right? Are uh, we just talking about rap album yeah, of the year? Okay, talking about these rap albums. Okay, let's let's run through it. So who, well, before we get that, who do you think had the best rap album of the year? Not like not like uh, on some Billboard shit. This for you. What album did you enjoy the most this year? The Coloring Book, Chance the Rapper. I'll be perfectly honest. It's a it's a. I love that shit. Beginning to end. Three way tie for me. Okay. Uh, the three albums that I've listened to the most this year, Coloring Book, okay, um, Kanye, Life of Pablo, yep, and Game album. Game did have a good game. Had a every song on that motherfucker was a banger. Game can rap his fucking ass, rap off. his fucking ass off. Like that album, I know he did a little meek beef and shit, but nigga, that album was fucking great. That beef just went away. They squashed it under the you know Ross got it, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But on the music tip. Game can rap his ass off, and that album was fucking great. Them three albums are my favorite. Did Royce come out this year? That yeah. was beginning of this year. Yeah, Layers came I out like back layers. in it was like, like back in January, April. February, or something. I thought it was a little bit later than that. It could have been, but yeah, Layers came out this year, and that's like I love that shit. Yeah, 
Uh, who else put Damn, out? that seemed like a long time ago. It does. And it was a number one album. For it was a the number one album. It was a number Joe one Button, right? the, who, who probably Rage and the Machine was good as hell, yeah, too. It released, and he was number one. Yeah. And hit, which is crazy that two people from Slaughterhouse released solo projects, and they both went number one in hip-hop and R&B. Yeah, that's... Can't shit on that. But here's a list for Grammy. And, and yo, what, before I get into the list for the Grammy for Best Rap Album, Remy Ma got nominated for Grammy... Her and Fat Joe for the collaboration all the way up. And it's not a lot of female MCs out in the game, but I just think it would be an amazing story for Rem to get out of jail two years later and fucking win a Grammy. You heard her freestyling on um, Fun Flex? Remy Martin is fucking tough. Yeah, she's tough. You don't want them bars. This is what I always wondered. And we'll get back to the joint. Female rappers. Why do you always... Why do female rappers always target other female rappers and not rappers in general? Because uh, then that verse, which hot as fuck, she's like, all these other bitches in the game. Like, why don't you just say niggas in the game? Like, why? You know, why do you limit yourself to specifically a small group? Of, and we do it, too. Because we just, we just said it. Female rappers. Yeah. And what's so funny is, like, I am slowly, and I admit this. You're a Nicki Minaj fan? No, that's not what I'm about to say. Okay. <laughs> that's, I'm not disagreeing, but what I'm saying is I am slowly realizing, I know this is going to sound funny and shit because everybody else probably understand it, that it is really a male chauvinist world. And I don't... Sometimes, How fucking long did it take you to realize that? Because I personally, I don't believe that I'm a chauvinist. Every every damn near 98% of my bosses that I ever grew up, I mean, bosses I ever had were women. Yeah. My mom was always in a position of power. Every every woman who's beginning in my life has always been in a, in a position of power and leadership and everything like that. So I never viewed, I don't have that same quote-unquote less than view. Okay. But, and I'm and I I'm looking through the world through my filter, right? Mm-hmm. And realizing that everybody don't see it the same way. So when we talk about rappers and shit, we be like, oh, she a cold female rapper. Like, why? why? To me, Remy just a cold artist in general. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Missy Elliott, like Missy had a tough ass run and she was like fucking incredible, put out hits, mm-hmm. wrote for every fucking body, like her name all all, all over all type of shit. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know why it's, rap is like really segregated. It is. Like regionally, because like New York rap is like its own fucking sub genre. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it used to be in the 90s. Uh, it's starting to come back. It's a lot of emerging New York artists. It is. Dave East, Conway, uh, West Side Gun. I'm yeah. not hit with them last two. Conway and West Side Gun, they, they got an album out, Hitler Wears Hermes. It's dope as fuck. I don't know what that's that's a that's a hipster that's a hipster title. Griselda. I don't fuck with How old is them niggas? How old are they, they? They younger niggas. Don't talk to me about Hitler if you like Yo, twenty. They got a forty gun got a song called SummerSlam eighty eight. You should listen to that How, shit. When was he born? He, he was got probably born in 88. Don't talk to me about shit that happened in That video. shit, the song is fucking good. <laughs> the, song, the song and the video is good. Motherfucker, I'm a legend. So let's go back to this ra- Grammy-nominated list for Best Rap Album. We got Chance the Rapper. Okay. De La Soul, who's... Fuck out of here. But De La Soul put out a whole album that they, was funded through they, Kickstarter. Absolutely, but and I know, because I got all the fucking emails. Um, <laughs> did you donate? Did, did yeah, you donate? No, I did not. But I, I'm, I am a De La Soul supporter. I bought, I mean, I, I I get it. But they on that list because they De La Soul, not because... They put out a solid project, though. It's not one. But they on the list because it's De La Soul. Okay, well, tomato. That was two weeks ago. All right. <laughs> it was like DJ, two weeks ago. DJ Khaled, Major Keys. 
Views from Drake, which will probably win. Uh, Kanye West, Life of Pablo, and Schoolboy Q, uh, Blackface. Um, I like the Schoolboy Q album. However, you have to be a Schoolboy Q fan to just like the Schoolboy Q album. Um, Q's not going to win. He's not going to win. I was surprised he was on the list. I was happy that he was on that. I was happy he was on the list. This is a three-way race to me. Between Views, Coloring Book, and Kanye. And Kanye. Yeah. And you could have a wild card. They may throw the De La Soul just because it's been 20, 30 years or My whatever. wild card pick would be Khaled. My wild card pick would be Schoolboy Q. <laughs> they would have a fucking fit. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the album of the year to me. Nah. Uh, it's either gonna, I think it's going to come down to, again, Chance, Drake, or Kanye West. We talk about Life of Pablo all the time. I don't really think – I don't think – in Kanye's catalog, was I that impressed? It was a decent album, but I like the album. Um, the first time I listened to it, I probably had a similar, um, I had a similar feeling, and the reason that I had that, and the same reason people uh, were, you got mixed reviews of this Cold Project is because of the songs that were released shortly before the album. It gives you an anticipation of, and you kind of in your mind, you kind of think of what this is going to sound like. I get you. And when it doesn't sound like that, you kind of disappointed because there's a disconnect. So with Cole, he dropped the um, the False Prophets, and he dropped the other joint where he was just like spitting. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So when they got this album, they expecting to hear spitting, and, it and they got that. a concept album. Then it's like, oh, on this joint with Kanye, but, he was he were really he was Kanye was rapping again. I thought this was going to be a full on rap album. And he got on there, and it was Chance the Rapper influence all over the album. Yeah. Um, and so that first time listening, I took a seat back. But then, like, I just started listening more and more. Like, I can't stop fucking listening to this album. I, I really do like it. Very I melodic. The, and I think the album was, it was all right. I mean, it just doesn't move me like that. I don't think Drake should be on the list because Drake put out an R&B album. He Views, really did. Views is a straight R&B album up and down. It is, but what's so fu- what's so messed up is... He barely raps on that shit. He barely raps at all on that album. And I don't even have it on my iPhone anymore. Uh, but he has some of the biggest songs of the year. And people like that. Especially people who don't have no idea about rap music, a.k.a. the people who vote for the Grammys. Yeah. So I just think Chance has a more cohesive project. And Chance got some big records on that shit. Definitely. Blessings, No Problems. But... Chance didn't rap a lot on this album either. Like them both of them albums. Now he rapped more. He 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 actually rapped more than Drake rapped on his album. But this not a. It wasn't a bunch of rapping on Chance's album either. It was a lot of singing, a lot of melodies, a lot and, of melodies. Yeah, and I love that joint. But I don't know if it qualifies as a rap album. It's on the list. That's like um, the Miseducation of Lauren Hill didn't qualify as a rap album. Like it when, did when win Grammy of the Year. Album of the year. Yeah, but not rap album of the year. Yeah. Like they said, like, um, yeah. it's a certain percentage of the songs that actually have to be rap for you to be put in that category, so which was interesting that Drake <laughs> fit in this category. Yeah, so. I think it's, honestly, it's going to be a three-dog race. My prediction is that Drake is going to win it. May go to Chance. Chance got the, the behemoth apple behind him, so. Yeah, he does. But let me be perfectly honest. I don't give a fuck about neither six of these motherfuckers. Fuck it. I like Schoolboy. Um, I like Chance. Um, I like this Kanye album. And now that Kanye is out the crazy house, and looking like uh, Wesley Snipes and Judge Dredd, Demolition Man, Demolition Man. Yeah. Same now now that uh, 
Same bullshit movie. Now that Kanye is out the crazy house and they talking about Kim wants to divorce this nigga, we're really going to get an incredible Kanye West out. Or it's going to be horrible and we're going to give him a pass. Nah, man. When she leave that nigga and take them kids, Kanye's going to put out a monster. I don't want to say this because it's kind of hurt my feelings, but who is Kanye going to team up with to steal his juice to put out this album? It's, because Twisted Dark, Twisted, My Twisted Dark Fantasy, whatever, that was Kid Cudi. Right. Like, literally, that was Kid Cudi. Uh, um, this last album that was, was Chance, Chance the Rapper. Um, this always, the first album was Rhyme Fest. Like, every year, he always... There's always a young, upcoming, hungry nigga. What, what Kanye West should do is get plugged in with this with that light-skinned nigga Drake and they're probably they talking about they want to put a, a joint album out that shit would probably be pretty fucking epic incredible Kanye West and Drake I think would put out an epic project but, I was waiting on Cole and Kendrick you think they gonna put out that joint album they said they were I don't believe that shit shout out after, after Kendrick dropped his project probably second quarter next year they know they not gonna put another project out for another year and a half two years they got time to work on it after that It'll just be so fucking long. You know what I'm saying? It Like, they've been talking about this shit forever. They put out the Black Friday song Last a fucking year, year ago on yeah. Black Friday. Yeah. And nothing else has transpired from it. And that shit was supposed to come out, like, the end of Black History Month was in well, February. Well, that was just people. They never said it was about to come out. They said when they get some time, they work on it. But, you know. That, I don't believe that shit's ever coming out. That's like the Helter Skelter album with, with Cube and Dre. It sound good on paper, but yeah. that shit'll never see the fucking light of day. All right, man. Let's go and uh so we got a couple things that we want to talk about the the that's gonna be the basis of this episode. But before we do this, I want you wanna hit a couple news items, you know. Okay. Uh this week, um Michael Slager, the cop who was killed who killed Walter Scott, wasn't fucking convicted bullshit. Because fucking bullshit. But let me let me go a little bit deeper. He wasn't convicted because of one lone juror. Um, and this juror, he who was actually the former black person, <laughs> uh, a black male, I'll say that a black male. He was on a view talking about they didn't see race. Somehow he didn't see the video prior to how the fuck fucking could liar. How the fuck could um, you live in a fucking cave? So check this out. This black. Uh, male had a felony charge that the police happened to just drop and disappear and then you the one lone juror that make the fucking case go mistrial Get your bitch ass sold the fuck out then this saucy ass gonna get on the fucking view this nigga had his eyebrows done the nigga fingertips was done his hand movements was so like it's nothing wrong with that it just <sighs> this is what's wrong with this shit to me and I don't give a fuck how I make people feel. This black man was killed in cold fucking blood, shot in the motherfucking back. Now, if let's 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 play the fucking race game for a second. If this was a black police officer shot a white man in the back as he was running away on tape, this shit would be an open and fucking shut case. Where are the black police officers who kill all the white people? Where are they at? Why is it only white killing black? Because if it's not about race. Right, and that's why I mean, that's what people love to say. It's not. It's it not about, about race. race. But where are all the the black cops who accidentally or 
feel justified or whatever who killed all the white people. I just don't I don't see it. I don't I don't see it. Shit is a fucking travesty. That man got killed in cold blood, got murdered down like a fucking dog in the streets. And it's on video. So you so so so, what, so here's a better here's a better thing that I that I kind of not even a, a better a different objective that I came up with. You see the you see the young dudes go to jail for the mannequin challenge. Yeah. That that had the assault assault weapons and shit. Fuck is anyway. Okay. Which is the dumbest shit in the world, but you know, it, it's a lot of shit involved in that. But these niggas going to jail for something that's on video that went viral. So on the internet, they went to jail. This man killed, murdered him. Went viral. It's all over the internet, and he's walking free tonight. So two things with the with the gentleman who went to jail based off the mannequin challenge video. So. They looked at all those kids, and they did have a lot of fucking guns. Yeah. Right? So Assault they, weapons. They had a bunch of fucking guns, and they was like, they found out where the house was, and based off their video, they had enough probable cause to find a warrant, to get a warrant. And then when they searched the actual house, they found guns that they weren't supposed to have because they were their minors and didn't they wasn't registered, and they also found drugs and things of that nature. So that that is actually what led to their arrest, not the video the per video se. helped aid, yeah, help aid in that shit. Next day, there is um, a bunch of kids from the dominant um, race in society who are hanging. That's a nice out, way to put it. Uh, who are hanging out the side of the, the vehicle with guns and things of that nature. But that's also in a private driveway in in a state that's a little bit more lean. So the issue wasn't gun the guns. Laws. Like I never have a problem with people when they were like, why y'all posting guns online? Cause I can, cause guns are when they are legal. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong. I have guns. I have tons of guns, like a lot. <laughs> I build them. I shoot them. I'm a hobbyist. I'm an enthusiast. I, I go to training. I do the whole nine yards. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't have a problem with people posting guns online. Yeah. I do have a problem with, if you know the stigma that comes along with posting guns on the line and you're also involved in illegal activity, you know that's going to cause unwanted attention, and that is your dumbass fault. Now, I don't like the double standard that happens um, online. But it's life. But, you know, it's life. It's life. The cop said, I fired until the threat was stopped like I was trained to do. I was trained to kill these folks. That's some fucking bullshit. I was trained to kill a 55, 60-year-old man running slow. Running. Running slow as fuck. Uh, in the opposite direction. You could have ran up on him and pushed him down man, in the handcuffs. That old man was running slow than a motherfucker. Yeah. He didn't want to go to jail. He was going to go to jail. All you had to do was chase him. Nobody kick, wants to go. kick his back foot. He was out of here. Speaking as someone that's, God been, bless that's been to jail a few times, nobody wants to go to jail. Damn. Nobody wants to go to jail. But, yo, that shit was fucking wrong. He killed him in cold blood. Uh, just the same way with, with my man that killed Joe McKnight. Uh this weekend and that over the past weekend, that road rage incident they went him, home. They let him go. Went home. And the only reason that they locked him up for some, for a bullshit ass manslaughter charge was because of the, the outrage online. It's not even a, it's not even a fucking murder charge. Manslaughter. Mm. He ain't going to do no real time. He, I don't know. We, we, this is the, know. this is the second road rage incident that he's been in involving a gun. Yeah. He ain't going to do no real time. No. Because they got him on that bullshit-ass manslaughter charge. It's a fucking war going on outside. And this shit is only going to get worse. Man, this shit crazy. Um, also, um, in the news, I would like to bring up a segment that I, I really love this segment. This is a segment called Shit I Was Right About. All right. Uh, last week, we talked about Mateen Cleaves. 
And I said I was not going to call him a rapist. As somebody on this podcast called him. Called him a motherfucking rapist. You know what I'm saying? I said, you know what? I didn't think Mateen was going to get off. I said the the, the, the prosecution put on their side. But, hey, he got a chance to defend himself. And what happened this week? The judge, a woman, a black woman, threw that shit out of court. Get the fuck out of here. We do not believe you. You need more people. Uh, Young lady. And I want to, you know what? I want to be careful because I want to be respectful uh, of all the parties involved. So I'll just keep it professional. Right. Uh, Via the information I read online, the judge um, did not believe the accounts. um, And there was a police officer who was called to the scene who asked the young lady specifically if she had been sexually assaulted or anything like that. And she said no or whatever. And the, the judge basically was like, I just don't believe this stuff. And when the judge steps in, like, law, this is not even going to court. I mean, this is not even going to continue the trial. I'm dropping all the charges. I I, I don't know what happened because I wasn't there. Yeah. But based on the information that presented, he, hey, he ain't do the shit. I mean, you were fucking right. I can't can't even say shit to it. I, I told that shit just seemed a little fun, a little, little, little different. Like that you that you willingly went to this club with this man. I mean, you went you left your boyfriend. And you went to the Momo. And went with to the Mateen. motel with a man. Like, heh. And then, like, the video that they tried to say when this person was running out, the judge was like, I don't believe that when he ran out to get you, that he was, like, trying to bring you back in on some malicious shit because that's not what the video looks like. I understand what you're telling me what was going on, but that's not what that looked like. That looked like y'all was in there, like, playing and shit. Yeah. Um, Maybe somebody got in her ear. She thought she'd get a couple dollars out of my team. Yeah. But, hey, once Criminal again. Criminal charges are, are gone. She might be able to. But once maybe again, a civil suit. I wasn't there, so who knows what really happened? But and until prove, until you can prove that shit in court, and my Fucking man Mateen innocent. is free. Hopefully, that don't fuck with the CBS gig it and will. all other shit. It will because once you get once you get that rape stink on you, it ain't no coming back. You can't screw up that shit off. Yeah, I mean, as far as the victim and the person who and the accused, so like you can't you can't rub that shit off. Uh, of you. Part two of shit I was right about because it continues. Uh, Tiny took to her facebook this week to say that evil yellow light-skinned bitch when a woman's fed <laughs> up for years i've been the one getting hurt but now a little video didn't surface with me having a friendly dance he's mad question mark question mark why question mark <laughs> yes he's my husband but damn can i not have a male friend Question mark, exclamation mark. <laughs> no, you can't have a fucking male friend. Uh, Tip, not, not a friend that I swung on. She said, Tip can't be the only male friend I associate, my, associate myself with. Just like I know I ain't the only female he associate himself with. It is what it is. I kind of got, dra- <laughs> got dragged last week for a couple of things I said about Tiny. Number one, a few people took me to task and I said, she, you clean her up nice and she looked good. All right. I was wrong. She, so you think she's not cleaned up now? <laughs> shit, right? Like she, <laughs> she's the best that she's gonna be, and it's just still not enough. Right. So number one, I was wrong about that. I did say she she has some hits under her belt. She did write no. She did write no scrubs, and that's probably where it starts and stops. Maybe a couple escape songs, but she didn't have a laundry list of hits under her belt. No, we got we got a lot of flack about kicking Prince off, nigga. I don't give a fuck. Y'all listen. <laughs> and we still kick Prince off. <laughs> we got a lot of flag about kicking Prince off. Like, God damn. I'm Hold, sorry. All I'm just all I'm, I'm just going to say this shit. If so, we kick Prince off. So you expected us to kick off Michael, Luther or Marvin Gaye. People said Luther can go. 
fuck those people. I have some people say that Marvin Gaye can go. I don't. I heard somebody tell me that Marvin Gaye got one song. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I'll fuck your mama tonight oh, off of shit. Marvin Gaye's greatest hits. Oh, shit. I've been listening to Marvin Gaye number ones. And there's 17 songs on that album. The number ones. We had an argument about this in episode two. What's first that? time we had Nina on about Marvin Gaye's greatest hits. No, not Marvin Gaye's number Stevie ones. Wonder. Stevie Wonder's. You're right. She's You're like, right. white people don't like Stevie Wonder. Like, that was Everybody likes Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Everybody fucking likes Stevie Wonder. I don't have no regrets about kicking Prince off. I would do it again. Right. And right. shout out to our homegirl, Nina, Everyday Ignorance. Yeah, I yeah. love her to death. They fooling on there. Yeah. Listen to her podcast. It's on SoundCloud. Search for Everyday Ignorance. They really be fooling. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. It's the last uh, news item before we get into the real topic of the show. Okay. We have Donald J. Trump is Time Magazine's Person of the Year. You know, Hitler, Stalin, and Putin have also been Man of the Year. Uh, I don't really give a fuck about Time Magazine at all. When the last time you picked up a Time Magazine? I don't remember the last time I picked up a magazine. If it don't come to my iPad, then get the fuck out of here. I fuck with Double uh, XL in the line at the grocery store. That's about it. They still out? Yeah. They still printing shit? Still printing. Who reading it? I don't know. I Niggas in the grocery store. Yeah, I, I literally thumbed through and I'm like, oh, this seems colorful. And then I put it right the fuck back down. Yeah. And bought a Double XL in about five six years maybe longer people uh, so upset like people love to get offended dog like oh i can't believe a person person of the year don't mean they're a great fucking person nah. who has been talked about more than donald trump this year nobody nobody he went for good or bad or indifferent like he been talked about most donald trump being being a president-elect is like an april fool's joke that just never fucking went away yeah it just got it just got more real every day He's going to be the fucking president. Like it or not, unless somebody take him out or he dies, this is what the fuck we stop Oh, he with. quit. I can see the nigga quitting. You think so? Yeah, like, man, listen, I ain't signed up for this shit. I'm out. They, they say he still wants to executive produce uh, Celebrity Apprentice while he's the president. Fuck out of here. Uh, why the fuck did this nigga elect or so he want Ben Carson to be the director of HUD? Housing and Urban Development. And he said he's the only one that actually lived in the inner city. If you don't get all the <laughs> get way to the fuck, fuck out of here. here. <laughs> get that bullshit the fuck up out of here. Trump. Nigga, I, I mean, I my barber a, called that nigga Big Orange today. Yeah, Orange is the new black dog. <laughs> if you don't defi- get that bullshit the fuck up out of here. He the definition of Orange is the new black. Because the last black we had was the president. Yo, did you see what he said about Boeing and their jets being too expensive? Yeah. And Boeing dropped $2 a share. Lost, lost a billion dollars. I would sue him for slander and libel. How do you sue the president? He ain't the president yet. They still count votes in Michigan. Man, that bullshit don't matter. He ain't the president ma- yet. He just settled a $25 million lawsuit with Trump from Trump University that nobody's talking about. But he just settled out of court for $25 million because he was running that shady-ass Ponzi scheme called a school. <laughs> my thing is— And he had my, a cash advance America. Yeah. He had a—like uh, <laughs> it or not, he's going to be the fucking president. I mean, the sooner—like— He we, may quit. That would be dope as fuck. He like, listen— Like, just straight resign. I, 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 like, I didn't, I didn't— I got I, other shit to do? You're fired. Like, he, he going to look in the mirror and say, you're fired. Like, I just got other shit to do that I want to yeah. do with my life. I ain't got time to be fucking president. I'm out this bitch. Basically. All right, man. So let's get into the controversy this week, man. 
We so now we transition into the shop talk relationship experts. We are relationship experts. I am. I, I mean, fucked up damn near every relationship I've ever touched. I I have been my have done my shit fair my shit fair share. Okay, and I have I have uh, I have executed perfectly and and maneuvered through a bunch of them. And you know I've done my fair share. Yeah, and uh, we relationship experts. We are until somebody come on here and argue with me or debate me because you know I would debate anybody about anything. But since this is our show, we don't even have to go through that. Yeah, what we I say d- goes. And I turn their mic off. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a couple. Uh, we had talked about throwing a few few different relationship items. But thankfully to our good friends all across the Internet, they provided us with enough, enough fodder for us to, to have some fun today. Yeah. But we'll start with the one that you wanted to talk about first. You want to talk about two hundred dollar dates? I, you kind of you had kind of bought that shit up before. Yeah, like just Be, you know because we that's an internet thing that if you, every couple months it just comes back. Yeah, if you're on Twitter and shit, you've seen Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You've seen the shit that comes up about two hundred dollar dates, and that should be. Is it safe to say that a lot that there's a certain segment of the population that believes a man should spend two hundred dollars on a date with a woman? Um. Uh, there is definitely there is a there yes that that is true. Okay, what do you think about it? <laughs> I think that's some bullshit. Okay, top to bottom, horseshit, horseshit, malarkey. What's what is the balderdash? <laughs> <laughs> what is the going rate for a date with a date with date with Dame? Uh, Hashtag date with Dame. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how much I like you and if you didn't gave me the pussy or not yet. I think you would pay more if you haven't got the pussy. Um. Because you know things are things are different before the action and after the action. I'm not gonna pay. I'm still not gonna take you on a two hundred dollar date, even if you haven't given me that stank ass box. It's just not going to happen. I'm not paying two hundred dollars for the stank box. No, not at all. But so listen, it's very easy to spend two hundred dollars. It is. It's not like so two hundred dollars is an exorbitant amount of money. Yeah, I'm not because you could go. To, some you can fucking go to Benny Hanna, go out and get some drinks. Some dessert, and you done spent what one fifty right there. Go to movie. You, I'm like, it is very easy to spend, spend two hundred. Hell you know yeah. So on online, you know, some some folks they really OD. Like, oh my god, like it is very fucking easy to spend two hundred dollars. Like if you go to a movies, right? This the movie tickets be like forty you, bucks. Yeah, you get Don't, you get y'all something both get something to drink and the some food, snacks. The food is more than the movie ticket. Yeah, like you fuck around, spend sixty dollars just for the movie, right? I took my kids to see the, to the movies last time. Spent a hundred dollars off rip. No, nigga, we got the uh, hook this fire stick up. Y'all kids g- gather around this fucking living room. Hey man, spent a hundred dollars off rip, and that's just for the tickets. This is a matinee show Sheep. for tickets for nachos and fucking slurpees. Hundred fucking dollars. You better go to the dollar store, get a bunch of candy. Oh no, no, no. Usually, usually I I sneak that in. Yeah. I ain't got no ain't no shame in my shit. But uh it's very easy to spend two hundred dollars. Like it's very so yeah, sixty dollars. So let's just say sixty dollars just going to the movies. And then you gotta eat, right? You yeah. gotta go to dinner. Like, well, most people will yeah, go to dinner. Yeah, most people go to dinner. And let's like, say you spend another hundred at least. Hundred on dinner. Because you're gonna get food, they go appetizer, get food. drinks. You had one sixty already. Yeah. Uh, you, you want to go downtown? Want to pay for some parking? <laughs> like, it's it's very easy to spend two hundred. But I've also been on amazing dates and haven't spent a dime. Like, baby, Absolutely. We, we can go down to the DIA, right? Look around, talk about art, see see what your culture. Charles like. H. Wright Museum. Hell yeah! Then we can go downtown, walk on a river walk. Absolutely. Get a little take in the sights of Detroit. So I guess the the talk comes about when 
it's expected. Like, I'm not going on this date if unless we go into Andiamo's. <laughs> I'm not going on this date unless we go on the roof, Chris. And I'm like, this is this is this is kind of where I kind of set the bar. I don't even want to say set the bar and shit. Like, bitch, I'm not taking you nowhere that I know you can't take your damn self. True that. You you can't come come to me talking about you want Benny Hanna, you want to go to like you say fucking Roof Chris, bitch. We not going to fucking Jay Alexander's if I know that you can't take your fucking self there. And then like the whole so the thing I think people get the two hundred dollar dates is right. So it really depends on what the purpose of this date is. This woman I'm pursuing. Like I really want, you know what I'm saying? Is, yeah. is this a woman I'm pursuing that I can possibly see a future on? I'm, oh, I want to find out. But but see, I don't mind making that investment yeah. if it's a woman that I see a future with or I see that's Potential. worth my. I yeah. want to go on. I want to go on an interview. It's an interview. You know what I'm saying? It, re- it essentially is. Yeah, I don't want to pay two hundred dollars for an interview. Now I make, <laughs> we make <laughs> go to Applebee's and have a, no. We make we go meet up for drinks or we go we we'll hang out do something and have the interview right yeah. <laughs> and then the interview turns into an actual real date because I do think there's a difference between um, just just hooking up a date and going to dinner. I, yeah. I stole this from oh, I stole this from somebody online. So yesterday. so so give me give me your rundown of what you feel is the difference. So if we just go like the dinner is an actual interview, but a date is actually saying I want to take you out and I have the intentions of this going somewhere and I want to see if this works out. Okay. Um, but if you just go to dinner with somebody, I don't like literally we met, we exchanged numbers somewhere and this is like our first time meeting up. I don't know that I want to date you yet. I don't know I you. You, you know what I mean? Like I got to. And I don't know if you worth shit a $50 investment let alone $200 yeah so it, it takes some time so you know if you just go on a dinner with somebody or if you actually trying to like I want to take you on a date and when I say I want to take you on a date and it's like a date not one of them hey meet me at the bowling alley type thing right that's because if I take I'm trying to impress you to a certain extent I'm taking you on a date like I'm really want to spend some money on spend some time you with you fine yeah. you know what I mean I want to be comfortable show you something yeah um, but then on the other hand I'm a pretty simple person, right? It don't take. I eat the same thing no matter where I go. Chicken fingers and French fries. I, like I don't. I don't eat a lot of <laughs> shit. I don't eat pork. You know what I'm saying? I, I try not to eat meat most of the time. So wherever I go, if I eat, if I do eat some um, animal flesh, it'll be some chicken or some shit like that. But like, no matter where I go, I'm pretty much gonna eat the exact same thing. So when salad. People, when people say like, "What do you want to go? You want to like?" I, I I really in my heart of hearts, I really don't fucking care because I'm really gonna eat the same thing. Okay, but I do like nachos. <laughs> So That's would, random as fuck. I, I love like, nachos. I would go to Mexican Village or any kind of Mexican any fucking time of the week and just have mm-hmm. kick it and have a conversation. And that's really what I I, I enjoy more than anything is having a conversation with a woman and trying to see where out, your fucking head at. Yeah, and just see you know. And that's because really what's more that conversation important. is going to determine: Are we going to the Red Roof or am I taking you to the Crest Motel? <laughs> and even the Red Roof, like that, the Red Roof was my spot. I, I can't even front. That's a that's a whole nother story time with Dane. <laughs> I can go into my love and feelings for the Red Roof. Private entry. Mm. Private entry. The Red Roof is my spot. And the Crest Motel is because it's $23. Yes, and you, you get uh, that $3 back when you turn that key in. You and Joe Pitt was talking yeah. about that shit. Uh, real, pl- real players know about the Crest. Yeah. Right by Shoshimoko's. But for just a, this is what I say. If you expect something, you're going to get nothing. And if you don't expect something, you probably get everything with me. You know what I'm saying? If you come into a situation knowing I'm about to go out with Jay, you taking me here, eh, probably not. No. But let me let, let things happen how they happen. And 
this is this is what I don't like. Like if I if I invite a young lady out on a date when you know I was out here doing what I do, that you know let me be the man and let me take care of planning the shit. Like I can understand you you may like certain things, but I'm gonna listen to those cues that you give me during your conversation and I'm gonna plan accordingly. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to tell me I only eat this. I only want to eat here. Uh, you only want to eat there with some other nigga because they ain't taking you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to do all that, then it sounds like you you financing this date. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you want me to take you, and it's not to say that we may not get to that point. Mm-hmm. You, we may not earn it. I mean, if it's somebody that I like, fall in love with, have some interest with, you know, it I, I look at it like an investment. I'm investing in this woman. Well, yeah, almost not that even I'm investing in this woman, so to speak, because I don't want to feel like because I put money in, now you owe me something. You nah. know what I'm saying? But it's like, shit, I like to eat, too. I like I like this restaurant. I like and the I like atmosphere. Good, and I like good company, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll go out with a, I've gone out with a female friend just to have the company of, yeah. of a woman just to sit there, kick it with, and talk to. And it doesn't have to be something. Right, because you don't, like, I ain't trying to hang out with niggas all the time. No, like, I don't. You need some females around and a, you and, a, and even, like, one of my homegirl, one of my best friends in the world is a female. And she has been an incredible wingman for me on they plenty, will, plenty of evenings. I got, I got a couple of female friends. They plenty will, of evenings. They will put you on. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... You know, and she she good company, she good people, listen to good music, and I know I'm gonna have a good time with her, even though it's never been yeah. you know nothing else. She just just good company, and I would prefer to sit there and have a meal with her than a bunch of niggas sometimes. Now, Grant, that being said, I do got interest in you. We've been dating everything. Every time we go, out, I'm not spending two hundred fucking dollars. Nah. It's just not gonna happen. My thing is, if if it costs me money every time to see you, yeah. then it's just cheaper for me not to fucking deal yeah. with you. Like, think about that. Like, when you try to meet up with somebody, does it cost this person money every time they talk to you? Yeah. Like, cause that's a like I got enough bills. I got kids. I got mortgage. DTE. And if I really note. like you, right, and I want to see you all the time, I gotta associate that with a cost. Like, sound like a prostitute it's to weird. me. Weird. It's weird. Yeah, and. Again, it's just it just come down to simple economics for me. Uh, if it cost me two, if it cost me seventy five to two hundred dollars just to have your company, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I don't even need it. Definitely go All to right. the mall and give me some clothes <laughs> and meet a new bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So look, this is the uh, I want to know what this is the question. <laughs> I don't know which one I want to use. All right, this is this this is it. Somebody online uh, said the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Okay, and, and that that's and that takes a lot because there's a lot of dumb shit going on online all fucking day long. I'm gonna read this whole post, and it says, and I quote: "My personal feeling: If a man is gonna mess with a woman with kids, he should pay child support. No need to come around playing daddy." Hashtag. Make this law. Nigga, you sound like a motherfucking ignorant ass fool. So at at this stage in the game, most women that, that I meet or have run across have children. Right. I didn't fuck you and make that mistake of a baby that you got. God so why damn. So why the fuck I gotta why take care of it? Mistake of a baby. <laughs> Jesus. Why the fuck I gotta pay child support just cause I'm just cause I'm trying to get to know you. I thought that was a that's a weird stance to take. Um, Where is this nigga from? I don't know the person. Okay. Um, somebody I know posted it, 
and you know we roasted these comments and look at but like because what I, logic does that even fucking make I, I just don't get it. Like, so you assume that the because the person has a child that their father is not in their life. Look, my my ex date live with the nigga. I ain't got no problem with the motherfucker. If he want to do something for my kids, that's cool. Do I expect him to take care of my babies? No, they got a fucking daddy. I get up and work. I make sure my kids good. So I mean, but you notice how what this statement says: if a man is going to mess with a woman with kids. So what if a woman want to mess with a man with kids? Should she pay child support too? No, nah, it don't, it don't never. Shit ain't never that black and white, bro. Because, shit ain't never that black because, and white. Like as we said, because you want to be like the feminist and all that. Shit. Make it fair. You want to be equal until it's equal. Yeah. And then it's like, oh wait a minute, I'm a woman. Yeah. Make make that shit fair, because I pay hella money in child support. I'm like, so listen, and I would you got like children, to get a chunk of so, it back. So any girl that you're talking to, should they should they pay child support if they want to be in your life? Because they gonna have to take the they gonna have to take the kids too, right? If y'all gonna be together, they gotta yeah, accept the I kid. Mean, so should they pay child support now? Hell no, no, no. It's not their problem. I didn't fuck them and make the baby. Like that's a weird ass <laughs> statement. Why that's would... a stupid ass statement. Is what the fuck it is. That's just dumb as fuck. I, I just, I, I just don't understand. And so I'm like, you know what this, this, you know what that seems. That seems like a person who grew up in a single family home. Who With had a strong, men, independent black mama. Who had men in and out the crib who never gave you nothing. And you was like, nigga, all y'all in out here with my moms and y'all ain't never looked out for me? This should be a law that if you messing with a woman, you got to look out for the kids. It's not their fault that your mama's pussy is trash. It's not their fucking fault. It might not be trash if she got a baby. Sometimes you don't want to come out. Uh, no. <laughs> or sometimes a baby is just one stroke too many. That's just a fucking stutter step. That's traveling. That's all that shit is. <laughs> a baby is fucking traveling. That's that's Ring the bell, That's all that shit is. Nigga travel, dog. <laughs> Three oh, seconds shit. in the paint. Yeah. That's a fucking baby. Oh, that's yeah. some funny shit right there. So, I mean, a lot of these babies don't. First of all, I'm I'm not a big proponent of a person that said when I hear people say like kids are a blessing. No, they're not. Not all of them are Come blessing. Oh, no, you got children. Which one of your kids isn't? Nah, nah, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Which one of your kids is not a blessing? I'm not even. I'm not, I'm not even gonna answer that shit. I'm ask I love all my babies. Uh, Daddy loves you all. Uh, so please re, re, say that statement again. All no, kids are not a blessing. No, all kids are not. I'm saying mine to me. I love them all. They are blessing to me. But some motherfuckers had kids with a bitch that they ain't never want a baby with. She just don't want to get an abortion. So now, now she got a check and a baby. But. All kids are a blessing to whom? So it may not be a blessing to your situation. To their bank account, to their mama's bank account. But that child grow up and may change your life, though. And it may have been a blessing. Because all your blessings that you are blessed with, you may not understand them at the time, but they actually end up, I mean, God, everything happens. The Lord is mistake-free. I mean, mean? I I believe that. But some some of these, some of y'all should have been aborted. It's some, of, it's, it's some of y'all babies walking out here that should have been aborted. Your mama should have been a real freak, got on her motherfucking knees, and swallowed you down to the stomach to some of you niggas. Uh, the words and expressions are posted here by Dame. <laughs> and I mean it. I mean it. All right, man. <laughs> Fuck this nigga whoever came up with this shit that just because I'm kicking it with you, I should pay child support. No, I shouldn't. It's just like a... It make no I, fucking sense. If we get married... I, if we get married, get into a real relationship, and I'm and I'm being a for real, for real man, that child is going going to be a part of my life. Right. I've dated 
women with kids and I I fucking love their kids like they was my own. I went to basketball games, parent teacher conferences, I bought shoes. You know, I Man. was there for for certain aspects of their life cuz I love their mother. I in turn began to love those children and and they became a part of my life. And I did that because I wanted to because I was there because they they had become a part of my everyday circle. Right, right. Now I'm 35. Most women I'm going to run across. Going to have a child. It, or two. Yeah, it's like a unicorn to meet a woman that does not have a child. So, I mean, most women that I run I'm across going to have kids. Matter of fact, I'm yeah, 34 I'm, years old. With I don't no know children. how you done made it. Hey. Mm-hmm. No, I'm like, <laughs> and I ain't never had none either. I never had uh, any, um, any medical visits. Hey, man, I paid for my first abortion when I was 14. 14 going on 15. How the fuck did you... Well, that's when you were stealing out the register and shit, huh? Uh, no. So how you pay for that shit? You <laughs> know what, man? I can't, I can't even front. My, I started fucking in 10th grade. I was 14 years old. Why the fuck you 14 in 10th grade? Cause you I was, smart nigga? Nah, you man. Were, I got that November birthday, oh, yeah, so yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah. Now, I was 13 when I started high school. So, I mean, I'm fucking 14. So, we, we, we technically probably should have graduated the same, same year. Same year, yeah. Because we only, what, six months apart. Yeah, so I'm I'm 14 in fucking 10th grade. My 10th grade girlfriend, I knock her up and get her pregnant. She like, what the fuck we going to do? I'm saying, bitch, we going to suck this baby. We going to turn this baby into a motherfucking smoothie. Nigga, is what the oh, fuck we going to do. That's what the fuck we going to do. <laughs> I was 14 turning shit. 15. I took my birthday money from my 15 year from my 15 year birthday and I paid for my first abortion. Boom. Uh this clip will be on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Oh, shortly. And shit. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, Turn that baby to a motherfucking smoothie. On a serious note, man, my my, my biggest problem with that whole conversation and the actual question is, basically, what they're doing is equating love, emotions, and relationships with the monetary value. So in order for me to love this woman, just to date this particular woman, I need to pay money. No, and And there's a a financial thing. I don't want to date you that bad. Get, get the fuck out of here. Right. So there was some other shit that was said this week by this whole ass nigga named Steve Harvey. Uh, I don't see why women keep taking fucking relationship advice from Steve Harvey. I will say this. Uh, there is only one thing I can accept Steve Harvey on. And that's Family Feud. I watch this shit every He's day. He's an incredible host. For On Family, Family Field, yeah. Steve Harvey can't do no wrong. I am with you 100%. Okay. Outside of that uh, 60 minutes every day, I do does not. Does he still have that talk show? He does. Okay. Outside of this, outside of Family Feud, I can't fuck with Steve Harvey, dog. Unless he did like another Kings of Comedy. I might. Uh, I'm not fucking with Steve Harvey. Okay, let me read you. I own this. Uh, on a, on a side note, I once owned a Steve Harvey suit. I made you to chill the fuck out. <laughs> dog. Shit was baggy as fucking hoop shorts. Um, so let me read you what this motherfucker said earlier this week. Steve Harvey, and this is the <laughs> shout out to my. <laughs> I stole this from Erica uh, her Instagram page. So she said Steve Harvey is preaching this morning! Exclamation point. On 92.3. And this is the quote. If you don't take, (laughs) it don't take a man more than 90 days to figure out if he wants to marry you. Nigga, what? (laughs) Steve, you're fucking wrong, bro. 90 days? Steve, you've been married three times. Take more than fucking 90 (laughs) days, goddammit. That's the problem. I don't even know if I really like you after fucking 90 days. No, you do not know a person. 
after 90 days. <laughs> no, you don't. Not enough to say I'm going to marry her. In 90 days, everybody is still putting a fake person on. This fake representation of you you in your 90-day probation period like you are at your job. Yeah. You are still faking it. You Look, don't even know that you're fronting. Hold on. In the first 90 days, you ain't never seen her without ma- without without her being done up, her hair and her nails always yeah. done. And she we, got on her good outfit. And we're not speaking in absolutes because there are there are one like sometimes you may you walk into and you see a motherfucker and you instantly know. You know what I'm saying? That's we're not talking about no, absolutes. We talking, we about, talking about, about We ain't talking about the exception. We talking about the rule though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there are exceptions to each rule. 90 days you, you come over her house, everything clean in a motherfucker. The kids well behaved. She's still she cooking good. She letting you watch whatever the fuck you want to watch on TV. She co- she coming to bed in the good lingerie. Six months, bitch coming to bed with her head wrapped in a in a t shirt and some hoop shorts. So you don't know what the fuck you getting in ninety days. You don't know. So I've been in. Uh, I lied to you for ninety days. I've been in a few long term relationships, right? Okay, and um. Things change the longer that you've been with Fuck someone, yeah, right? Because that comfort level get, becomes different. And you do not. First off, you don't know if you want to marry some. I don't care what nobody says. You don't know if you want to marry someone until you live with this person because things are different. Uh, well, uh, let me rephrase that. I ain't gonna go there. Well, let me rephrase that. You don't fully know a person until you live until with you them. live with them. Amen. You know what I mean? Uh, because. You can always, oh, oh shit, such and such come, let me hurry up and clean up the house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or I, you can always hide some shit, do some things. Like when you live with a person, like you can, you literally find out who this person is, exactly. right? Exactly. Also, in 90 days, how many conversations or how many arguments that you have you had? Because you don't know it's a person. Honeymoon. It's still a honeymoon phase. You, y'all don't, put- you don't know a person until you've actually had some conflict. There has been some kind of conflict and you see how they problem solve. How do you handle when stress comes? How do you handle when there's a death in the family or whatever? Right. In 90 days, that's just not enough time. For most people, that's just not enough time, For most man. sane fucking people. I can't trust Steve Harvey because that nigga wore a lace front wig for fucking years. I, he ain't going to give me relationship advice on how to deal with shit. <laughs> Fuck Steve Harvey. And them zoot suits in the nigga be peddling. 90 days? You know if you want to marry this person? Nah. Now you know in ninety days you know if you want to you want to if I want to keep dating you yeah I want to pursue this person she's like, so, she's so, showing traits yeah she has some good qualities to herself so that just, I like about her so and according to the to, to the internet uh, I and meet Harvey this, Logic I meet a person she has a kid I automatically start paying <laughs> child support and then we <laughs> marry no, ninety no, days later no 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 first of all you first start taking her on two hundred dollar dates yeah, so you take her on two hundred dollar dates then you start paying child support for this mistake ass baby yeah. that ain't yours and then three months later we're married I know I want to be with you for the rest of my fucking life man what is wrong with and so that actually brings us to the third question. <laughs> Is this is this from our homeboy Ron? That third question. Yeah. Shout out to our homeboy Ron and Sure Shot. Yeah, Sure Shot Protection. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so he actually got two questions, and I'm gonna use uh, I'm gonna use both of them. But this is the first one. Um, when you're in a relationship and you live with each other, okay, is spending the night out allowed? Uh, yeah. Why wouldn't it be? That was my answer. But, so he put it up on his Facebook, and he got up 47 comments, right? And then, you know, they How many got, from women? And All of them, damn okay. near. And all of them were sub comments, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Hell no. 
Hell, fuck. Who you think it? You spend night. You never coming back. All this extra shit, right? Yeah, yes, I am coming back. All this extra shit, right? And I and I just made a simple comment, like, like why 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 do y'all assume that because any a person spends a night out, he automatically has sex with a woman, or he was laying up with a woman, or yeah, like why do y'all instantly go to the next? Like, don't you trust this person? <laughs> Yo, the person that you live with, share bills with, possibly share kids so with, ask the question. they can't spend the night out? I'm saying, so, or, there's mostly women commenting, and I'm like, so, okay, have you guys never had a girl's night out? Like, at a hotel or one of y'all friends' house where all y'all get together Fucking with your little... Fucking bachelorette party. Y'all little pajamas and shit, y'all play little games. Like, that's that's not allowed then, right? The man gonna come in like, no, don't you? You're not you got, spending the night at your on. girlfriend's house. Your curfew tonight is ten <laughs> fucking thirty, and you better be back in the fucking house. Like, no, like no. you know what I'm saying? Like, how is that not allowed? I understand what they. I, I understand because you're insecure about your relationship, and you assume that if preach that shit. I work midnights. I don't never come home at night. <laughs> goddammit. I'm only home at night two nights a week. Goddammit. Like I'm never home. Okay, uh, but I live five minutes away. And I creep back at the crib just, just in case, case I got to shoot a nigga. Just in case. <laughs> I work five minutes away. Yeah. But I'm never at fucking home. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, if a, if you want to go out, like, you're not about to be like, oh, what up? Um, I ain't coming home tonight. Like, that's that's not no. <laughs> now, let's, That's not it. Let's just use a level of logic with it. We we both have been single before. You out with your homeboys at the bar. You are pissy fucking drunk. And you live in Oakland County. Yeah. I, I get I get drunk at your house and I'm like, Jay, I'm a crash on the couch. I'm, I'm not going home because I'm not catching no DUI in fucking Oakland County. I won't even I'll just say this. A DUI is very fucking expensive. Hell. And yeah. it lasts a long fucking time. Say it again. I'll just say that. That's all we're gonna go into. You know <laughs> That's what I'm fine. That's fine. And guess what? I'm not about to go. I'm, I'm not about to get in my car and drive drunk because you fucking insecure. I'm not gonna do it. And I don't need you to come fucking pick me up neither. Like, like I'm not. I'm not your kid. I'm not your child. I'm gonna be here. If you don't believe I'm really here, then we don't need to be together because they're off. There's obviously a trust issue. Right. So if you if, if if it's that if that's if it's that big of a deal, where if it's whatever the night whatever the situation is, and you don't believe your mate that they were wherever they said they at. Y'all got a bigger problem. Now, I can see if a motherfucker's staying out like nights at like, yeah. nigga don't come back three days in a row. That's, yeah, that's a different. Yeah, that's a different story. But it's a drunk ass weekend and fuck it. I don't make it home Saturday night. I'm at Jay house. I'm going to stumble in the house six, seven o'clock in the morning. Once the Tito's get out of my system and or, you'll be fine. I mean, this plane sounds like if I don't feel like driving 45 fucking minutes over to. No, I'm not. I drove, like, I didn't drive to the club. I parked at your crib. We drove out to Ann Arbor or some shit. And I'm like, no, I'm not about to drive another 45 minutes in the middle of the night. I've been drinking. I'm not drunk. Yeah. If I get flicked, it's you a wrap. Ja- yeah. You, you know what I'm jail. saying? Like, no, I'm not doing it. And that doesn't mean that you're a bad person. That don't mean your relationship is horrible. Like, every woman that got on there and was just was like, no, oh, my God. Any woman who does that, you're stupid. Shit like, fucking God happened. damn, who hurt you? <laughs> A bunch of niggas. <laughs> shit fucking happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just be realistic about this shit. Like, again, we talking about a night out. Not like every fucking weekend I don't come home. It's just... F- and all the women just attack the men. I'm like, so, you gonna tell... Like, you stay in... If you stay... So, uh, you stay at your mama's house? You, you, you're not allowed to go to your mama's house for whatever reason? Yeah. Like, nigga, I, was, I, I didn't feel like coming home. I slept at my mama's house. Nah, uh, I don't know about that one. Like, how... 
I didn't fell asleep in my parents' crib before. Yeah, I I, I take that back. You I know. literally have fell asleep in my parents' crib. I'm like, I could get up and go home, but this is this is home too. <laughs> like, <laughs> this, this this is home a lot longer than than yeah, other houses. Like, uh, I'm at my parents' house. Like if like if you do you not believe that I'm at my parents? You can drive over here if you want to. Yeah. Like uh, I, and I mean I've I've done the same shit. Like like it's like. The person who gave birth to me is in another room. <laughs> like, like, I'm sure she's not going to let me have the, just some female company laying safest, around this bitch. It's the safest place I can be at. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand why people would be so offended if if that happened. Like, I don't. I just. I mean, I understand because of the insecurity, and it really. Shit, I could come home every night and still be fucking fucking somebody else when I leave the house. Really. And I could come home and lay next to you yeah. every night. He may not want to come home because he just crawled out of somebody. He's probably trying to give you a little modicum of respect. So you want to wash up and, and, and give take a, a couple whole, hours. Take a whole bath. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, I'm using baby wipes in her bathroom, and then I'm com- I'm washing my face with baby wipes, you, and then I'm coming home. If you force that man to come home, uh, y'all might be mixing uh, mixing germs. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Let him stay out. God damn it. At least let me take a real shower. All right, man. So that brings. Uh, so we follow the logical chron- the, the, the the logical. So first we started these two hundred dollar dates, right? Right, right. Uh, and then we immediately started Start paying, paying child, child support, support. Right. Ninety days, we got married, and then I stayed out a night out, and then we broke up. And now the next question is, how long do you wait to get into another relationship after you break up with someone? And do you think you need time to get over them? Uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take two angles on this one. Number one, I'm gonna go the logical route. Like I've been in like three kind of long term relationships, uh, and each time after it was over, I can't even lie, man. Like some of them, I don't even want to say they overlap, but like I met people shortly thereafter who really mm-hmm. kind of sparked my interest. Right, and not to say I just kind of jumped into a relationship, but shit. You look up, shit, 60, 90 days later, and now I'm with woman B, and I'm cool with that shit, and I'm happy. I don't think it's no fucking grace period. Uh, if we bro- – like, women this – is, this is funny because I was dating this woman earlier this year, and we had an incident. She found out I was doing some – you know, I was living living my name, and she found out about it. She, she found out she was being you, – you were natural. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was doing. We're what gonna the, do. A, we're gonna do an episode on that. Yeah, I was doing what the fuck I do. She found out about it. She wanted to break up, but she wanted to take a break. She didn't want me seeing nobody else. She just wanted to take a break and give me some time to figure my shit out. In my mind, so let me get this straight. So, I'm fucking somebody on the side. You want me to stop fucking somebody on the side? I stop messing with somebody on the side and stop messing with you. But and just not, chill. Yeah, but and not, do nothing. Not fuck with nobody. I needed two, and now you don't want me to do none. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. So she wanted to take a break. During this break period, she didn't want me to fuck with nobody else. Like, she just wanted me to, to chill the fuck out. But in my mind, I'm like, shit, if we broke up, I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm chilling out. I'm chilling out on your fucking ass. And I'm doing what the fuck I want to do. Like, I don't think it's no grace period when you break up. If I break up with Tanisha at 12.05 in the afternoon and I fuck Kim at 9 o'clock that night, I don't owe Tanisha so shit. So you got to look at the question two different ways, though. Um, so clear, there's no there's no grace period or there's no responsibility that you owe the other person of a certain amount of time, right? No, not at all. But for yourself, do you give yourself enough time to be fully over that situation 
um, before you move on. Hey, man, quickest way for me to get over somebody is to get up under somebody else. Straight up. Physically. Yeah, absolutely. But emotionally. Like, when, when my first... My first real relationship, we was together for quite some time, right? Okay. And when I when I look back on the situation, being ten years removed from it, I don't think I was over that shit for like two years. I was still angry. You know what I mean? Because you hurt. I was the one that kind of broke it off, but no, I was still angry. Like I, I wasn't over the situation. You know what okay. I'm saying? And I didn't I didn't realize that while I was going through it. But when I look back, I'm like. Yeah, the moves I was making and different things was definitely because of this particular situation. And and I, unfortunately, in the aftermath, I hurt people. Yeah, I feel in I that situation in that time frame. Because when I look at like my first long term relationship, when we broke up, like for probably about a good three years, I was like I didn't realize it in the moment. Yeah. But like I was still like dealing with issues from that shit. Absolutely. The second long term relationship I had, we was together shit damn near seven years six and a half years or so when we broke up like it took me like it literally took like two years for us to remove the attachment to one another like we were still fucking around like back and forth because it's like when you broke up then there's like another six months to a year where y'all every couple weeks every couple months y'all still like y'all not together yeah but we still fuck when we feel like yeah absolutely so there's always that that overlap and shit and i do think that there is a time frame where you should give yourself opportunity to be over because ultimately this is what happens and shit, right? And this is really fucked up for everybody involved. You over this situation. You think you over. You think you over the situation and then something new comes along and you get involved with something new and it looks great. And then you comparing it to your last situation. Not even, not even that. But then after everything is over, then you realize like, do I really want to do this? Like, did I just, was I running? You never know what the rebound person is the rebound person as they're the rebound yeah. person. You know what I mean? It's no, like, no, I feel you. It's like, damn, you look up and it's X amount of whatever time frame letters. Like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? What was the name of this movie? Uh, um, exit plan, exit strategy or whatever. Like, how do I get out of this relationship? You know what I'm saying? It was a, a YouTube series about a guy who was just trying to break up with his girlfriend like over and over different ways. And she wasn't letting them. <laughs> but uh, it was called exit strategy or whatever. Uh, but I do think there there should be a time frame where you kind of clean your palate, so to speak, and um, sow your wild oats, whatever you need to do Yeah. Uh, before you move on. I'm telling my son straight up, like, I'm not even coming to your fucking wedding unless you're in your 30s. <laughs> like, I don't even uh, I don't even want to hear this shit in your 20s. Yo. Well, well you, you know what? That's So I was about to say, I was going to say, well, my parents got married when they was 18 and 19, but that was a different time. Yeah, that's a completely totally different, different age. Time. Completely, the world was a lot Nowadays, different. Nowadays, today, marriage is like we in a super relationship because the shit ain't forever. You can still get out of it. Nigga, Which is why it cost me less to get divorced than it cost me to get married. Like, we go together, and after we married, we, like, we super go together. Like, I'm a super <laughs> saying. Like, I leveled up, and now we... You're we my are, super wife. We, you're my super girlfriend now. Because, like, I don't understand. They were like, well, not until I get my ring. But, like, this shit not... For, like, for me, I would like for marriage to be forever. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not about to get into it, and then, like... X amount of months later, like, yeah, this shit ain't work out. Oh, let's get divorced. Like, that's not where I, I would want to go. But and for, we live in such like a microwave type of generation now. Like the first sign uh, of some shit 
being tumultuous or hard, we ready to to jump out that bitch. Because according to Steve Harvey, you only needed them fucking 90 days and shit. You don't really know nothing. You don't know look, nothing I mean, yet. not even to throw Kanye up under the bus, but like, look at the rumors that's already coming out that Kim want a divorce after this nigga got out, got out the nut house. He played fucking crazy role to get that motherfucking check. Now you're going to lose your goddamn kids because ain't no judge going to give you the control of the damn kids. Kanye, let me, let me tell you something. You live in a 50% state there in California. It would probably be cheaper to keep her or to keep kill her. her. It'd be cheaper to uh, put a pound of cocaine in her vehicle and call, <laughs> call the T- police. Call TMZ. No, fuck the police. Call TMZ and have them spot the cocaine <laughs> in her car. That's what you need, and to get that shit on the TV. That's such and everything. some whole shit. That's such some whole shit. I wouldn't kill her. <laughs> you gonna kill her, but not get not not plant uh, coke in the car. Like which one of those outcomes is <laughs> like I'd rather not kill somebody, uh not kill the parents I of my guess, child. I guess. But you can still visit your mom behind the glass, but I don't want you to go to her <laughs> fucking gravestone and shit. <laughs> like, mommy, you'll be out in this nice orange jumpsuit. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh oh, man. But I don't know. I think they're I don't know what's I don't know a good time frame for people. Some people, you know, when they over and over and I, one of the comments I made on that question was, how long do you wait to get in a relationship? I'm like, well, it really depends on when you started looking for the <laughs> when you started looking for the new relationship. Because if you started looking for when we was in the old one, it could be immediately. Yeah. Like, uh, as soon as you leave, uh, there's going to be another U-Haul that's coming this way. You know, some sometimes relationships overlap. You know what I'm saying? You, you got I mean, James Harden ran the bench. Before he became a starter on another team. And sometimes you got somebody waiting in the wings for you to get rid of that other one. Yeah. And and they, and they move right on up the depth chart and you be just as happy. Hashtag relationship guru talk. Yeah. Yeah. Because ding, we, ding, ring that bell. We are the motherfucking experts on this shit. A better question. And me and my homeboys was debating this shit like a few weeks ago in the barbershop. Is there ever a proper way to break up with somebody? I don't know how to break up. Like what? What? Like you don't know what to say or what I, to do? I just do some. I just, I just make myself get dumped. I seen this meme that says, "I never break up. I just leave my phone unlocked <laughs> <laughs> and let God do the rest." I don't know. I, I don't know how to break up. Uh, it's it's tough because it's childish. It's breaking up chi- is childish. No, not breaking up is childish. Yeah. Uh, and as an adult, you should be able to be like, "Hey, this is not working out. I don't know how to do that." Women don't take rejection well. Though. No, not at all. They don't. Like if you, I can't, I can't, I can't, this is my dumb. I can't, I can't stand to see a woman cry. Shit, like, uh, <laughs> I can't do it. It makes you soft on the inside, nigga. But this one relationship I was in, after a certain while, you ain't give a fuck no more. Like it's, like it's not, it's yeah, over. It's, they crying and grabbing your leg and trying to hold you down. Like it just, I don't have no more emotions. Like all, all I'm saying is that we, I feel you because we need to break up while I still have some civility in me. Or we can stay together, and yeah. I'm gonna do something really fucked up, yeah. and you're gonna wish that you let me go when I asked you to. You know, like it's two different it's two different versions of the breakup. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I could break I up with you the day before your fucking birthday, and I told you we was going out of town together, and now <laughs> your ass ain't going fucking nowhere. Like, listen, and you're moving your shit out. I bought a one way ticket, and it's only one ticket. <laughs> I'm going. What's the most fucked up way you've ever broken up with somebody? I've never broken up with somebody. You're a fucking liar, dog. I've 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 always let it let it break up and then not got back together. 
So, so I mean, is is that the mature way to handle it? It is not the mature way to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't broke up in, in quite some time, so it's been years. So maybe you know, I don't know. I, I, I but I haven't ever broke up with somebody. I'm really bad at breaking up, but like I'm not. I think I've only had three girlfriends though. Yeah, I ain't had a lot of girlfriends. So I mean, I'm sure that's not a surprise the, to most people. And all the other, all the other people, I just stopped calling. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know how. It yeah, happens. that that whole fade to black thing, like just start ghosting on somebody. Like I don't like you no more, so I just when you when you fucking call, I just look at the phone. I tell you what, the the, the this is this is really fucked up, and uh, this is a 100 percent fact, and I don't think nobody can deny this shit. Okay, uh, if you are in a relationship. Right. Uh, and you have someone else or you are interested in someone else. Whatever your actual mate does wrong is times one. Hell yeah. Why the fuck is you walking so hard? Why are you breathing like that? Like you ever realize like when you uh, in like with somebody um, it's better than almost like when you like somebody, right? Everything about them is just fresh and new. Like, hey, um, I'm in Saginaw. Could you come pick me up? I'm in Ohio. You think you can come pick me? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, you like in love and shit and y'all been together for years and years. Like, hey, I'm on, um, I'm in Southfield. Can you go pick me? Can, you, can, you, can your mama come pick you up? Where's your sister at? How Where's the fuck you get out to Southfield in the first place? Like, it is definitely a difference. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. But like if you are in a relationship and um, and your mate is just like ultra mad at you all the time, every time, why the fuck you slamming that door? They probably got somebody else. Like, like you think, like, why does she snap at me like that? Yeah, everything that you do is magnified a thousand and times. And she complaining about you to that nigga. Like, he over here tripping. This nigga went to work from eight to five. <laughs> we ain't getting no hour. <laughs> like, the fuck? <laughs> like, what? Stupid, stupid logic. But I did that shit before, too. I told a bitch I ain't want to be with her no more because she ain't wash her hands enough. <laughs> <laughs> Since your hygiene is fucking terrible. <laughs> I can't deal with you no more. <laughs> she oh, was shit. completely dumbfounded by that shit. I bet, nigga. <laughs> like, what? Hold on. Another another shit that I use, and and this, this shit, I use it for chicks that try and talk to me, and I ain't interested. Like, I was in a relationship with this girl, and she was just, and I just couldn't do that shit no more. Like, everything about her fucking irritated me to the way that she tied her shoes, how she chewed her fucking else. gum. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like when you like everything, you just notice every fucking thing. Why the fuck your sideburns look like that? Yeah. <laughs> like everything is wrong. Yeah, I did have somebody else that was related to her. Jesus which, Christ, which made it even worse. I ain't, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Story time with Dame. Damn. Oh man, I got some terrible. St- I didn't. I didn't fuck the mother daughter combination. Like fuck out of here. Swear, swear to God, swear to God. Oh, you, we are <laughs> at that age. Yeah, think about it. You at the age where um, the mother, so you say 35, right? Yep. So let's just say at 30, you had an age that the mother could be 40 and a daughter could be 20 and you are in a perfect age in the middle, for either In the order. middle bracket. Yeah. Yeah, but I was, this chick I used to deal with, me and her stopped dealing with each other. I seen her mama out at the bar looking good than a motherfucker. So I sent a drink up over to her. We sparked up conversation. Her mother was just here like for business and I fucking hit her mom. Dame the fucking legend. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible shit. <laughs> the fucking Which legend. She found out about that shit. Nigga, y'all kill my 
She probably fucking dog. You can't do that though. Hey nigga, she found out about that shit. I swear to God, you, I, kill, you ruined the family. Uh, I made shit a little bit uncomfortable because I was at a family function. Like me and the daughter got back cool again. I came to a family function. You know, everybody drinking, smoking, playing spades, listening to Marvin Gaye, having a good ass time. Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Aunt Jackie got a little bit pissy, got a little bit too much yak in her system. Everybody got an Aunt Jackie. Yeah. And said said some slick shit. The the daughter picked up on it like Damn, wait a minute. I do got an Aunt Jackie. That wasn't a shout out by Aunt Jackie. I would say everybody got <laughs> everybody, everybody got, got somebody one. in their family. Everybody got one. Like, sorry, Aunt Jackie, if you listen. Yeah, that's but, not what I was talking but about. But the daughter picked up on the slick shit that her aunt said. She didn't say nothing about it then. Fast forward like a couple weeks, you know, we chilling at our house. And I can't I can't front. I was still fucking texting her mama from time to time, trying to see when she was coming back in town. And that's some shit that gets somebody killed, dog. Yeah, she she happened to be peering over my shoulder and saw like the last four digits of the number, and she was like, "Who the fuck are you texting?" Um, Charlene. Just just just, <laughs> just a fucking friend. She was like, "That's my mother's number." I'm like, nah, you fooling. That's not your mama's number. Let me see. She snatched like she snatched the phone, ran into the other room, read the whole thread of text, same same pictures that her mama has sent me. Ooh, <laughs> shit. God damn! Read <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker's mail. It came. She came, came going wow. She came out the room, handed me my phone, and she was like, "You need to leave now. You really do need to leave. That whole fucking place will kill you, dog." Yeah, and I left. I ran into her about a year ago at the grocery store. And the thing about it, like, she had a, a child when we was back in high school. So I've known her baby since, yeah, you know, whatever. And the baby saw me. She's like, hey, you know, she like 16 now. She's like, hey, Damon, how you doing? I'm like, cool. I was, she was like, my mom up over there. Now that her daughter don't know. Right. She's like, my mom up over there. Where your grandma at? <laughs> she, so she was like, hey, mom, it's Damon. She looked over. And nigga, she could have looked through me. Like, it wasn't even like I was standing there. So do she still converse with her mom? I don't even know, man. You I, stopped talking to the mom? Uh, <laughs> no, man. I didn't hit, I didn't hit her mama after <laughs> yeah, that. Okay, <laughs> like, well, shit. Like, uh, like did, uh, did, did yeah. she, she, clearly she knew about, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, so, uh, okay, well. I mean. It is what it is. They ain't, ain't my family. <laughs> Oh, that's some wild ass shit. Hey, my fucking family. I mean, look, I didn't did I didn't did a little bit of everything. I ain't proud of it, but I mean, shit, life happens. Yeah, this shit happens, man. Yeah, uh, man. That's all the good relationship talks I got, man. I don't got no more questions, man. But uh, if you do got some, que- you know what? We should have like a segment. Email me. Email shop talk podcast at gmail dot com if you have a relationship question or you need some advice with something. Um, and uh, we want y'all to start calling in too. Yeah, we'll, we'll um, yeah, we, we got to put the number up before we we start promoting because we got we got to put the we'll put the number up on the Facebook page and on the site because in this beautiful studio that we have access to, you can actually call in and kick it with us live while we're recording. Uh, we be on air what eight t- eight p.m. 8, yeah. 8 to 10 on Fridays. 8 to 10 on Friday nights, and you can actually call in and share your opinion with us, and we will argue you down. And you just trash need, you and hang up on you. If you just need the nigga perspective, aka the men perspective, because I'll kick with you real. 
And um, like that nigga don't like you, and he he's never gonna be with you. Yeah, um, if Steve Harvey can give terrible advice, nigga Steve Harvey said after ninety days he know if he gonna marry you or not, dog. Get the fuck out of here, dog. Steve, you've been married three times. Three times. You wore a lace front you for been, years. You've you been married three times. You put one of your child's mother in in jail. Like you did some whole shit. Like I don't like him as a person. That the, the I don't know him personally, but from the his actions, yeah, yeah. but. Family Feud, you okay with me? <laughs> Outside of that, I don't fuck with. And Steve the original Harvey. Kings of Comedy, yeah, the original I'll, Kings of I'll Comedy. I fuck with that Steve Harvey. Yeah. Outside uh, but, of that, you know, I don't, I don't fuck with. Not, not on a relationship advice though. You ever seen you? Have you read the book? Uh, Think like a man. I haven't. I've never read it. Uh, somebody gave it to me. You know what I use it for? Coaster. Goddamn right. Okay. Shit. Prop up a fucking uh, <laughs> prop up my mattress after shit. I fuck your mama. Hey, nigga, listen. If you've been rich for twenty years, don't talk to me about relationships, nigga. You're not normal. Not, and you don't have normal relationships you know with women I mean? no like, more. Fuck out of here. Like, don't tell me about relationship advice and you've been married three times. You want to have some relationship advice? You call fucking Shop Talk Podcast and we'll walk you through that bitch. Absolutely. If you want to break up with her, we'll we'll walk you, we'll coach you. And if, if you, you want to stay out all night, we'll give you the way. And if you need to know what to do to get dumped, let me <laughs> email me. I will tell you everything you need to do to get dumped. God damn it, I'm a two, professional. Two hundred dollar date. We'll give you some suggestions. I'll give you some suggestions for eighty two dollar date. 82 is a great number to your born. So that's the number I came up with. <laughs> uh, $82 date. $82 date. And this shit going to be lit, okay? That's Jay Alexander's and I two will drinks. Give you, I will put together the, the ultimate $82 date list. Look, we can go to, we can get a fifth from the liquor store, ride, ride through Rouge, Not listening to T. Greasley and Duke <laughs> Dollars and Big Guy Deer. You know, that's not a good day. <laughs> that's a Smoke an eighth. <laughs> go to the crest. Pick up some Coney, and then I drop you back at home. Man, um, that was not a good day. No, that's, that's, that's not. <laughs> you have an incredible time. <laughs> that's not a good day. You'd be scared for your life <laughs> riding through Rouge Park and shit. No, you'd be scared for your life. Uh, but uh, I think uh, you know I was talking with somebody this week. I, I, I want to interview somebody. I want this. And I want this interview to happen. You know who I want in here, dog? Who? I want Trick Trick in here. That would be amazing. You think Trick Trick could do an interview with us? I would hope so. I, I don't think Uncle Trick he like he looks out for the for, for I think I want I want I got I want to do an interview with Trick Trick. I want him to come in the Shop Talk podcast and kick I mean, it if, with us. If we put it in the atmosphere, maybe it could happen. I'm gonna reach uh, out. If anybody out there know Trick, everybody know Trick. Everybody know Uncle Trick, right? Yeah. Uh, reach out, drop some comments, you know, let them know. I, I really want him to come to Chop Talk Podcast. We, we, should, we should just add him. I'm going. Instagram. I am. I'm definitely going. But if we do it and then everybody else do it, like, then he'd be like, oh, shit, who is these niggas? Uh, but I, that would be a good fucking interview. And I really got, I, first off, I fuck with his music. I know everybody don't, you know what I'm saying? And, like, everybody know him because of the No Fly Zone and shit like that. But I, I really do but fuck with no the music. But the No Fly Zone is fucking real, too. And right. niggas respect that you shit. Gotta think they got a, I think they got, like, an online radio show or something called Fly Zone. Yeah. That's the one you can come to. <laughs> like, come to the radio shit. Um, but I, I really do want to. I want he's a stern ambassador of everything Detroit. I do want to fucking sit down with Trick, man. I I, I do. He's been, like, as long as I can remember, Trick Trick has been a part of Detroit music. Yeah. I'm talking about like 92, 93. I used to listen to on the radio when Trick Trick and the Ghouls. Like, yeah. I remember from like being a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got a bunch of legends that are in the city, Detroit legends, city legends, whatever. Um, and that's what really matters to me because that's where this is where Trick I'm Trick from. Trick Trick was signed to Motown, got got a, a certified hit with Eminem. I, 
You know, I'm, I'm putting a wish list out there. I want Trick Trick to come through and sit down with us. That'll be an amazing fucking I think he'd be a dope fuck. Or we can go to him because we got a mobile unit. Like, we can go to him, you know what I'm saying, wherever. Okay. I want, I want to interview Trick Trick. I want him to come down and chop it up with us. I want Foolish to come in here and check it, chop it up with us. Foolish been out for a long fucking time. Detroit dog. Legend. Detroit, Detroit Legend. Legend. On the comedy game from, like, from radio, like, from what we do, broadcasting, like, a, a, a certified legend. Okay. And believe it or not, I want Mr. Chase to come through here, dog. Mr. Chase? <laughs> yes. You, oh, took, you went left on that I one. know. I like Mr. Chase, dog. The nigga come to this bitch with the, oh, uh, Gemini, Gemini. Uh, <laughs> stay away from the Aries, man. <laughs> Mr. Chase? Hey, man. I thought you was going to go with, I was hoping you was going to say, like, delicious or something. Man, uh, I, I mean, that would be dope. I just don't see that happening. You never know, man. Yeah, you never know. We're some pretty handsome fellas, and I True think that I, you know, I'm, <laughs> if she comes in here, she might feel the magic. I might feel. <laughs> <laughs> she might no feel the magic. Uh, uh, that's I, an interesting fucking. I'm with you on those first two. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, I want, I want, I definitely want Foolish to come here. I definitely want Uncle Trick to come here. I think that'd be a dope interview, and uh, I definitely. I, I, I want to ask Trick Trick like some tough questions. I don't know how tough you want to go, but uh, I do. <laughs> but we ask him real like if it ain't if you don't want to answer, you don't want to answer. You know what I'm saying? But like it's shit. I just I want to get that interview though. I think that'd be extremely dope, and uh, we're gonna be reaching out. <laughs> and Mr. Chase, dog. I like Mr. Chase, dog. <laughs> what <laughs> you want your horoscope read? Hey man, I think y'all been together this long. It works, Jay. It works. Man. Whatever you and your girl got going, it works. No, I think that'd be an interesting interview, man. Um, he was, yeah, whatever. But the first two, yeah, for hey, sure. I'm with you on the first two. I mean, you know what? I ain't even gonna knock it. Mr. Chase come through here. We gonna chop it up. I mean, nigga was on. He held down the number one spot in the in the city for a long fucking time. Yeah, like in real life, you 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 got the number one radio station in the city, and you the lead mic on the number one radio station in the city for. A I mean, ten year stretch. Yeah, I can't knock it. I mean, shit, he there's got a name, and he. I'm sure there's different he, tips he, and he's questions. He's where we want to be. Where, right. where, where we will be. Yeah, but he's he's already been there. I'm, so I'm, I'm sure there's different tips, different questions, different things, different situations, different interviews that he probably had that went left. You know what I'm saying? All those different behind the scenes things that I think I can't uh, wait for our first interview to go left. <laughs> I can't wait. I don't know, man, because you know. We uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> we locked this door, and, we, and we, you, you can show us what you made of. I don't know who it's gonna be. I mean, all our guests have, that have come through have been like good folks. Oh I mean. yeah, before we wrap up, and we are approaching the end of the year, it's December ninth. Uh, our last episode of the year is gonna be um, dropping on Saturday, December thirty first, which is Christmas. I'm sorry, no, no, New, New Year's, Year's Eve, Eve, whatever. And get ready for the Shop Talk Awards. Uh, and we are going to be giving awards, uh, a yearly award show yeah. um, from all different type of topics. The funniest meme, the nigga that you, all different type of topics. But we do need some help. We do need some help on some topics yeah. that you want to hear from us. So you can go to Shop Talk Podcast, email shoptalkpodcast at gmail.com or go to the website or follow us on Facebook or whatever. Um, and just give us some ideas of categories that you want to hear, album of the year, Detroit 
barbershop of the year or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? It would probably be whatever barbershop we go to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not throwing my barbers up under the bus. Dumbest fucking comment of, you know what I'm saying? This we do, We're doing the Shop Talk Awards, and um, it's going to be lit. Uh, Krista will be back for that episode, a.k.a. Judy Mulatto. Is she going to, um, are we going to get her to, to, she promises drinks last time. So, she says that I like to call her out. She definitely, she definitely said that. So, you, are, you are definitely calling her out. So I'm doing it again. <laughs> I'm de- doing it again. Your promise is drinks, Crystal. <laughs> so I'm gonna need you to bring that mobile bartender and get us lit. Shit. Um, and we might have we may have a judgmental Judy se- uh, a judgmental Judy section popping off. Yeah. But uh, shop talk awards are gonna be the last day of the year. Um, and we'll just you know share. It's gonna a be amazing. It's gonna be a good episode. Like you don't want to miss that episode. Nah. And then soon come is that live episode. Yeah, for our one year episode in June, we're doing a live episode. No, we probably do a lot. We we should probably do one before that. Though. Well, when I say live, I'm talking about physical. Like you're gonna come out. It's gonna be an audience. You can be there while we record and and interact with us and the whole nine yards. Yeah, um, we tries if up, you want to. We turning up for the um. We turning up for the one year anniversary. We six months in, so we got it's half a year away. Yeah, so we got it's plenty of shit to come before that. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Every week we do the same shit. Dame Gone Wild, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Snapchat. Uh, hit us up on Facebook, Shop Talk Podcast, shoptalkpod.com. And, uh, you know, reach out to us. To, like, I feel like I put it in the atmosphere last week when I said just tell a friend to tell a friend about it. Tell a shit. friend, man. If you listen to it, you fuck with us, you like it, you don't like it. If you got an opinion that, you know, we feel that you feel that we went too far on, Tell us about it. Just reach out to y'all us. Y'all definitely didn't have, y'all had no qualms about telling us about them picks that we got wrong. <laughs> I didn't get no picks wrong. Except what? Tiny. I definitely I don't know. Niggas, wrong. a lot of people uh, didn't agree with your Nas pick. Uh, a lot of people said Andre 3000 had to go. Uh, some A lot of people was mad about the the um, the Prince. Uh, some people said, like, so, hey. Prince is gone. Yeah. But, um. I almost got unfriended for uh, saying something bad about Prince. <laughs> My bad. That's not a real friend. Um, but uh, as we say every week, um, Jay Johnson three one three on Instagram, Jay Johnson three one three on Twitter. Uh, I don't really fuck with Snapchat like that. Uh, go to the website shoptalkpod.com, and we shop talk pod on um, on uh, Facebook as well. And um, I'm not saying that we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Dame. So. Hell fuck yeah! All right, peace out. Hide your mamas. <laughs> and grandma was <laughs>